Let's not get Right, here it goes. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Can you hear me now? Yep. Hear you loud and clear. All right. So, I'm gonna get it started soon. So now you can see MJ. <coughs> <laughs> Do you want to be on video or are you fine? Uh, either or. It doesn't matter. All right. Um. <laughs> We start in five seconds. I mean, do you prefer video? Do you generally prefer video or you? I mean, if, if you can pick video, it's, it's fine anyway, because at least I can see you again. You know, I prefer just put a video. But All I right, would... so I can uh, turn video on. Yeah, I'll, I'll post just the audio anyway. I like video because you can talk to people more. It's more live. All right, so let me just check. Gotcha. So. All right, so I'm going to start now. Are you ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, so welcome to Better Yourself Podcast. And today I'm doing something a little bit different. We're just going to switch a little bit. As you guys know, I'm a big Mike Jackson fan. So I cannot do any podcast without talking about Mike Jackson. So the special thing about today is I'm actually introducing this side of me with somebody special. You know, he's actually a big Michael Jackson fan. You know Michael Jackson. I mean, he actually been listening to Michael Jackson since a very young age. And his name is Daryl um, Wood, but he called himself Mr. P. So you have a lot of, you know, video on YouTube. You, you do a lot of things, a lot of research about Michael Jackson. But the research, sometimes you go really, really deep and scary sometimes. But there's a lot of knowledge for people to know as well. <laughs> And he actually a co-hoster of the Moonwalker chat podcast as well. You guys can check it out on YouTube or, you know, to many platforms as well. And he actually hosts that podcast with Dove Angel. So, yeah. So today with him, we're just going to talk about 11 years or 11 years later. Is Michael Jackson still alive? Did Michael Jackson actually fake his death? So with him, we're just going to discuss about it. You're just going to tell me why you think about this subject and because you've been doing a lot of investigation about Michael Jackson life. So we're just going to have to share, you know, both of us and what you actually think about the subject. So welcome to Better Yourself, man. How are you doing today? Hey, thank, hey, thank you, Fon Christ. How's it going? I'm good, man. I'm good. I know just before we start, I know there's a lot of Michael Jackson fans there. Some of them are happy. Some of them, they're like, what the hell this guy going to talk about? Relax. This is just a conversation between, you know, one worker, you know, right? we're just going to talk and then you just going to tell me why. Maybe you might change my mind today. So so the first thing I want to tell you, I want to ask you, how long have you been a Michael Jackson fan? Because that's really important. I've been a Michael Jackson fan for the last... 30 years. That's 30 good. years. You're lucky. You know why? If you told me you've been Michael Jackson fan for 10 years, people is going to give you all the smoke. 
yeah, it's just new. He just arrived. You know, he's just one of those guys. You know, he's a new fan. 30 years ago, yo, that's good. That means you're solid. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm definitely a moonwalker for life. I mean, I showed you uh, off camera, though. I had showed you the picture of my uh, MJ tattoo, my dedication that I got to him. Yeah, sort of. Dope. Yeah. Huge so, MJ fan. Huge MJ supporter. So you never change your mind, actually, after all these false accusations, like, still the same. You still love Michael, right? So still love Michael, no matter what. Yeah, so we're, gonna, we're just going to go straight to the point. So let's go back to June 25th, right? June 25th, Michael Jackson passed away, and you found out. So what was your reaction like? What was my reaction, reaction, like, my reaction when I first heard it, I'm not going to lie. It hit me like it was my own family. I mean, it was like losing, you know, that favorite uncle or that favorite cousin or something. It was just like it felt so close to home to the point it really, really, really just hurt me a lot. And, I mean, there's no real way to describe it besides just feeling real hurt behind it because, you know, this is somebody that I looked up to my entire life, even tried to emulate, tried to be like, and, you know, to lose him. It really hurt so much. Yeah, man. Crazy. So in that point, you found out Michael Jackson is dead and you were sad like all of us. And what actually make you believe, what started making you question yourself? Like, you know what? I think there's something wrong about his death. So in what point you actually start having that just kind of thought? Well, one of the first things that honestly gave me those thoughts was the fact that, uh, of course, on June 25th, the L.A. Uh, lead coroner, Craig Harvey, had given a press conference. And during that press conference, you know, this is the same day that everything went down and everything happened. And during that press conference, he had announced to the crowd that was out there watching that it was going to be a four to six week uh, deference on, you know, the autopsy for Michael Jackson. Now, yeah. four to six weeks... And that was the very first thing that actually stood out to me was four to six weeks was to go by before they actually got the body back to the family to actually have a funeral. So how were they planning a funeral on July 7th, 2009? If he was to have that body for four to six weeks, then the funeral, was not the funeral, but the memorial was one week and a half away after he made that announcement. Yeah. So I think for you, it was more like, uh, you, you want to say like the date, it was too much gap. That's what you're trying to say? Or you were like sure? What I'm saying is it just doesn't add up. It just didn't add up because if he's saying that they would have been doing all of these studies for four to six weeks and the memorial was a week and a half away, how was there any potential possibility that there was anybody there within the memorial setting? Oh, yeah, I get it. Because, yeah, I think, yeah. So in that point, that's when you start thinking, like, okay, maybe there's something, you know, maybe. And when you watch the memorial, what was your reaction like when you see the whole thing? At that point, was you 100% sure, like, MJ was still alive? See, I had the thoughts in my head. Don't get me wrong. I had the thoughts in my head, but, I, of course, it's not something you speak out loud about, especially when you first think something like that. Yeah. And then... Of course, watching the memorial, you don't see anything wrong to begin with, or you just feel is immense sadness because why? To the naked eye, I mean, you see that it's supposed to be Michael Jackson actually being gone. So, of course, 
to the naked eye, seeing that it brings you immense sadness and any thoughts that you had previously that actually diminished. It's once I decided to go rewatch the memorial on YouTube and then discovered a whole new world of things that I never actually thought I would see regarding that memorial. Okay, so okay for you, if you fake is that, what do you think you did that for? Like, what do you think gonna be the the motivation? Because when I went to, I was actually one of the lucky person to go to the auto arena when you do the this is it. And as I said to you guys, to one of my podcasts, he he was kind of forced to do the show, but he actually wanted to do that because he wanted to say goodbye to the fans. So. What do you think is he actually what make him actually just change his mind and run away from that promise after people bought so many tickets? I mean, I don't think that he actually ran away. It's like to explain it properly, this was something that was planned way before he actually made an announcement to do this concert. And that's really? one thing that fans actually don't actually realize that he did plan this way before. Like if you do a lot of research and look back. A lot of this stuff was in talk since the early 1990s. And the scary thought is, I didn't even know that that actually existed until I did my research. So do you want to, do you think, like, I think he, he did plan one day he's going to do it, but he didn't know like it was going to happen like in 2009, you want to say? That's exactly it. But I mean, like, do you think when he was on stage that time during the DCC, he knew like he, that was not going to happen? Or it was more like, okay, you know, whatever happened. Like, you can see it in his face that day that something wasn't right. And you can yeah. just see that he wasn't happy. And it's not even, and I said this in my most recent video that I did create, that I don't think it was the fans that made him unhappy. It was the sense of him feeling forced and pushed. And it yeah. wasn't anything that right. the fans did wrong. It was a lot of the things that was going on behind the scenes that actually made him even feel more compelled to move on with his life from this whole music thing, even though he loved us. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So, yeah, so at that point, they actually make you believe. But do you, what about his kid? Do you think how, I mean, the, the only thing sometimes I ask myself is like, how do you think it's possible for somebody? I don't know if anybody ever did that, like to fake your death and to change everything. So how, how is it possible? Do you think there's there's a lot of people in Hollywood? That's the only question I ask myself. I'm, I'm sure they have like a close friend that actually know about it. So how come nothing ever come out? Nothing. That's the whole thing, though, with being a good friend. You keep secrets, right? That's the one thing they expect you, you to do is actually you keep. good friends for what we can't remember. You never have. I mean, you didn't uh, have good friends. And the media, the media the against him. Yeah. That's the thing, though. There are certain people around him that does know. His children, for sure, definitely knows. I mean, his daughter, especially Paris, she was one of the people that actually was very adamant in showing us that there were signs still out there that Michael was still walking the face of this planet. Yeah, but yeah, but when when you when you think about his mother crying and everything, so for you guys, do you think that that was just like them trying to play part of it, or somehow that that's that, that's the only thing? Sometimes you're trying to hold me back as well. You know, when you see the parent reaction, Katherine Jackson sometimes is sad. She's sad. She cry. Or there's a lot of emotion when you see the Jackson. Do you think like this? I don't honestly think that that emotion was fake, though. I mean, it's kind of hard to fake that sort of emotion because in the long run, knowing that eventually they do have to say goodbye to him, and it wasn't goodbye in the sense that he was totally cutting them off, the fact that they had to show publicly that he actually was gone. 
and them showing that sort of emotion actually helped acknowledge that he was gone, which pushed, I don't want to use the word narrative because that's mm-hmm. a bad word, but it helped push the narrative even further that, wow, this is serious. This is real. Yeah, but I know you, you do a lot of research because I know there's a lot of fans out there, like the believers. That's why, do you describe yourself as a believer as well? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I said, do you describe yourself as a believer as well? I don't describe myself as a believer any further because the word believe has the root word lie in it. Yeah. So I did a little research on that recently and I was like, wow, to keep saying that I'm a believer, I'm not, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being a believer, but there's a difference between believing and knowing. And the one thing I will say is I learned the difference between the two and believing and knowing is way different because to believe it is something that's false. You're believing something that's false. And I'm not believing in something that's false. I'm believing in something that's actual and factual. All right. So, because I know there's a lot of, I know a lot of friends as well that actually do exactly what thing I do. So when you talk about the video that you actually do online, because I know you do a lot of investigation, you know, on YouTube. So what was the purpose behind it? It's more like, do you want to, do you try, are you trying to do the research just for yourself or are you just trying to find if you really did it so you can actually, you know, tell people, you know, MJ is still alive? Because sometimes I ask myself if maybe if he did it, maybe he didn't want to come back or it was just a secret. But do you think, like, what is the purpose behind this? It's more like a personal investigation or it just, uh, you know? I mean, it started out with me as a fan wanting to share information with with other fans. And it just took a mind of its own after that. I mean, after that, you know, it started becoming where, where's the next video? Where's the next videos? And it's like the more and more I was being asked for more videos, the more and more it made me research even harder and even further. So I thank the viewers for that one. I mean, if it wasn't for them, you know, I wouldn't still be here making these videos 11 years later and still researching. Mm yeah that, that i mean that's crazy i i completely understand what you say because a lot of people they have that problem when people get attached to what you do and they just like just want to go to the next one and, and now they start believing in whatever you actually believe but is are you like kind of 100 percent sure or is it more like you are 50 50 still or year by year you're like you feel like oh you know what this is true actually this is you really did it i believe that he actually did it no doubt in my mind that he actually did it what, what, what do you think what do you think is the purpose like do you think just like to escape like to escape his life or there's a lot of reason because i mean not, yeah one of his main reasons i will say uh found christ is think about this one imagine coming into the music industry as a child five years old dedicating 45 of 45 years of your life never mm-hmm. having any personal space or privacy from anyone from the media, from us fans, from nowhere. Yeah. People were parachuting onto his property for Christ's sake. So it's like the sort of uh, privacy that we, you know, take for granted every day, he never had at all. He never enjoyed a normal day without us fans or the media or something coming up where we would be in his way. I'm not saying in his way in a negative way, but in the sense of, oh, wow, I want to go out and go get ice cream. I can't do that because... I know my fans are going to want to see me. So it's yeah. like never having those opportunities to really do it. And people think just because he had Neverland, that put him into isolation. Yeah. As beautiful as like the now. place was. Where we are right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, as beautiful as the place was, it put him into isolation because, fine, he had everything there he wanted, but then it kept him from the outside world, and it also kept him from enjoying other experiences that he could have enjoyed if he wasn't in yeah. the entertainment industry. Definitely, Neverland was not enough because when you think about one thing, like now, we can't say we, we're kind of experiencing what is happening like now. I'm, I'm locked for 14 days. I'm sure, like, you have some type of limitation as well. I don't know if you're already locked. No, not yet, right? And uh, like the whole country is like locked down over here, so people oh, are wow. in the house, and they don't go, they don't going out really. So I have everything in my house, but I feel like I'm in jail. Is it kind of the same thing as when Michael Jackson have? You have Neverland, you have everything, but when you cannot go outside to meet other people, that you still kind of fucked up because you don't know what is happening outside, and you're you just you just different, you know. That's how it feels. That's how I understand exactly when you say you have everything. Many people used to think like because you have Neverland. I mean, there's no reason for him to try to escape or anything. Because I remember Michael Jackson, everyone was traveling to all the country, used to go to the hotel. And because he really wanted to move from Neverland to trying to find like a place that looks more like a family place than rather than his own world that he actually created, you know? Actually, I right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I see your point, but do you think if you ever done it, do you think you done it because you wanted to show something to somebody or if you done it more like for personal reason or you maybe want to come back because I see a lot of fans like every year there's okay, it's going to come back in 2000. You're going to come back in this year. It's just do you think it's, it's planning to do like a big comeback? A big comeback as in as in now like, or? Yeah, like in the future, anytime, like now or maybe in two years. It's like no, event, like. I don't believe he would actually come back. I don't believe so. You don't believe so? No. Do you have a lot of challenge online as well? Because I know a lot of people go after Believer. I was, I was one of them as well. I used to. Like, <laughs> it's all good. Trust me, I know. I think now the tension is not like it used to be now. Right? Yeah. The tension is so much different now. So, you know, in the long run, no matter whether you're a believer or non-believer, we're all MJ fans. Yeah. We're all I mean, MJ fans, so when we love him just the same. But do, because I see, I see the funeral and I see a lot of people using the picture of certain people that was there. Do you think he wasn't a funeral? He wasn't his own funeral as well? Because I see there's a lot of pictures of people sharing online. There's a possibility that he was there, but there's no credible proof that he was there besides the photos that we actually found of oddball looking people within the audience that you can see blatantly have weird. I'm not, and I'm not comparing anyone's looks. This is no shade or anything. Yes, no, but some of the people that were there, it obviously looked like something was not right. Like they might've been wearing a mask or something. So of course, anything that looked odd got pointing out or highlighted. All right. Just going to ask you an honest question, right? So sure. Michael Jackson is deaf. They're doing like, um, what do you call it? Um, you see his body, you know, they showed the body. But that body picture, it was shocking, but it wasn't as shocking as when they showed the autopsy. So when you see the autopsy picture, so how did you feel that time? When I saw the autopsy photo, I said, that is not MJ at all. At all. Like, there's no way in hell. And then comparing, of course, you can still compare, and people will say, oh, how are you comparing a, a corpse to a live person? You can still compare them because they still have a face. They still have a face to compare from. 
they still have hands and limbs. You can see his hands on the stretcher. Those hands are not MJ's hands. If you look at MJ's hands, you can see his fingernails. Of course, him being a black man like you and I, his nails are a lot darker than the average person's nails. My nails are a lot darker. My nails are like MJ's. Yeah. Black folks, we have melanin within our skin, and it also contains under our nails as well. And yeah. MJ had a lot of melanin under his nails. That corpse did not. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, but you didn't feel some type of way like, oh, like me when I said I was like, I mean, I was struggling to believe it was MJ, but just like see Michael Jackson dead, he's believing he's dead. Yeah, but see the picture, that's like very shocking, you know? I mean, that, that, that was good yeah. for you. The fact you actually, when you saw the picture, you didn't even have a second thought. Like, you just said yourself straight away, nah, that's not MJ. Even I said that's not him. What about the picture in the ambulance? Because I know a lot of people we did a lot of Photoshop about it. Do you think it was him? That was not him either. Oh, man. That photo that was put out by, uh, what the hell, Ben mm -hmm. Evanstad of TMZ, that was just ridiculous. I mean, the photo that he knows he actually caught was actually released and it was a blurred photo but you could kind of see into the ambulance and actually see mj's face sitting within that ambulance was sitting sitting up within the ambulance really sitting up with yes you can see I, it within one of my see i'm gonna send you a link after uh we uh you put in the podcast yeah so you have to see this because i'll put a link you there. can see this uh particular photo where he you can see his face and he's sitting up through the window versus the photo that was put out where he's laid on the stretcher. If you let me inbox you this, you're going to be like, wow. You yeah. can see the difference between the two photos. The original photo was a fat balding guy laying there on that stretcher, and they photoshopped MJ's face on it. Oh, okay. That, that's crazy. No disrespect to heavy said people because that's no. a fat balding guy, but. No, no, it's so good, man. So, yeah, I remember that because I remember there was a video as well of people, I don't know, I think that was fake, of the ambulance when it went to the hospital and it was in the dark. They saw somebody coming out and they changed a car or something. Like that. I think that was fake. Remember that, that video? People say it was faked just because our RTL tried to quickly hop on it and say that, oh, this video is fake and this is how we did it. The van in the video and the van in the quote-unquote breakdown in the... Uh, what did it what did they call it yeah i'll just call it a breakdown the breakdown of what they did was try to explain how they put it together and nothing in their video matched up to the original video that was released oh yeah, yeah true because the lettering on their van didn't match the lettering on the van that mj got out of the lights that they had on top of the van didn't match up to the lights that was on top of the van that mj got out of you Damn, can see I mean, the you can see the difference yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i understand what you're trying to say if you guys have any doubt just make sure i'll put some link you guys can see good to his channel to check it out so i know exactly you talk about a picture and if he might be fake but when we go back to that night you know like when it was on june 24th so when things happen so you as a believer because you think mj do you even feel do you even believe like he actually that night, do you think it wasn't where it collapsed? Do you, do you believe in that theory? Like, you know, everything that happened in the room, do you believe that? Or you think there was something else that happened? Because the bodyguard was there, there's no video. That's another evidence as well. Well, I'm just trying to help you. There was no video actually for that night. Because that CCTV that's, video, it disappeared. That's scary though, Fine Christ, because why? 
we know MJ's property. MJ has cameras, cameras, cameras everywhere. He had one of the most secured properties when it came to security in the planet. And the strange part is his cameras recorded 24 hours a day. How was the last two, and this is one thing that I did research, how were the last two days of footage from the household from the 23rd and the 24th missing? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Even the footage of uh, them leaving, coming and going to the house on the 23rd and the 24th was gone. The only time that we see footage of him coming back to the house on the 24th is footage that they released 10 years later. Why, why 10 years later? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Because, yeah, it's crazy. I remember the video as well when he was actually leaving. He was wearing that, you know. Yeah, it's crazy because we never, I wish we have a pic. We never have anything, any video of people coming to his house or anything. I think the reason that they say they say something like, okay, they raised the picture or whatever. They, you know, the tape got lost. That's very, I think they, they didn't want to, they, they couldn't find another way to explain exactly what happened because it couldn't make any sense. You know, because I know it was a 2009. It was still a lot of paparazzi everywhere, like MJ, like Michael Jackson. Something happened like that. There was no picture of anything linking or anything. There was like nothing at all. That was kind of crazy. So that night, do you think it affected the story or that story really happened? Do you think it affected that story? I, I, the, the story really happened? I can't hear you for a second. It broke up. Yeah. I say, you know, that night of June 24th, right? Do you think that really happened or he kind of faked the story? You know, the story of Murray trying to give drug to Michael Jackson and everything. Do you think that really happened? The story says it really happened, but it didn't actually happen. That didn't actually happen. They wanted the image to be out there that MJ was an intravenous drug user. Was that the MJ that you knew or the, any of the fans listening to this? Was no. that the MJ that we knew? Yeah, but the thing is, if if you wanted to fake his death, right, you have to make a story, right? A story that he's happy right. to share. So that means maybe he's the one who actually wrote that story and wanted people to kind of remember him that way because the media, they don't want to say something without having any link or anything like that. They're not going to come up with something like that unless he actually made a, you know, because I remember Michael Jackson, for people who doesn't know, he used to make, he used to sell fake story to the media, you know, about him sleeping in the oxygen, you know, bad things like that. A lot of things he used to actually sell to the media, to the press. They used to say, no, some he used to even say bad thing about himself just for, you know, that was his mentality. So if today, even if you want to make himself look like um, a drug addict, just so people can believe, because people believe what is shocking, you know, and. People believe in bad news. I mean, maybe that way it was going to be a little bit smoother for people to believe rather than just making a beautiful story. That's just my thought based on what you you actually telling me. Right. So do you think there was maybe a way for him to make that story of him being that person? He actually did have a hand in planting that story and it started way back at January 2009. And it started with that article that was released by the National Enquirer that said he had six months to live. Oh, yeah. Well, that, sudden, that's scary, man. Six months later. That's scary. June that 25th. Yeah. You know what? I never read that book, but that guy always scared me. I remember when the book came out and that guy was crazy, man. He was saying a lot of things about MJ having a cancer. And the scary thing he said, he was going to die. 
but everything that he said in that book, most of the thing was actually true. But the reason why I didn't want to buy the book, because I think I might buy it now, there was a lot of nasty stuff as well he'd been saying there. And yeah. I don't know where he got that information. Maybe he got some link or anything. Have you read that book? I have. I had to read it. <laughs> really? All a part of research. And in all honesty, I feel that that was a plant. That was definitely a plant because is that just a weird coincidence that they say that he had six months and then six months goes by exactly and then he just drops dead? Yeah, that's crazy. What a coincidence could that be? Yeah, man. And the guy, he was so confident. He even said after when Michael Jackson announced this, is it, he, did, he even said like he's not going to happen, he's going to die before that. And that happened as well. I think he made a... I think he made part two after Michael Jackson passed away. He was trying to, he made some investigation about his death and everything around and the conspiration, you know, the conspiracy as well. So there is a lot of thought around it. So for that night, do you think actually you were just like made up? So what, what do you think about Conor Murray? Hello? What do you think about Conor Murray? It's breaking up again. Yeah, what, what do you think about Conor Murray? You know, the doctor. Conrad Murray did his job. He played a role. Conrad Murray did his job, and his job was to be the fall guy for what actually happened on, quote-unquote, June 25th. He was paid for that. He was paid to take the fall for that crime. Yeah, but, yeah, I think he paid a price, though. He paid a price because... There was a lot of things about him. He, he lost his career, but they always kind of fair with him as well. He didn't spend all the, you know, the, the year that they gave him. They only give him three years, right? It was five years. They give him three. And then right. I think he only did one and a half, I think. I don't know how many years you did in jail. I believe he did one and a half to two years. Yeah, one and a half to two years. But this guy was so cold. That's the only thing that actually surprised me. He was like, he didn't have no feeling, you know. He was very cold and... He didn't care really, but he, he sounded like somebody really more Michael Jackson. Do you think Michael Jackson believed him, like trust him, as he, he used to, to mention? I don't think MJ trusted in him in a sense where they will be close friends, if you mean that. But I mean, MJ did trust him enough to actually aid him in what he needed him to do that particular day. Oh, yeah, I see that. Well, I really sent to that tape when he recorded Michael Jackson talking about children hospital and everything. Have you played that tape? The tape where uh, MJ is slurring? Yeah. I've heard the tape. So what do you think? I don't believe that is real either. I really don't. Another staged item. Really? What would you think? What make you believe like that shouldn't be true? Like you don't believe in the information that you're saying there or is it more like it doesn't sound right to you? It just doesn't sound right to me because anything that Conrad Murray has said publicly was to not only just make himself look like the innocent person, but he was also selling a story at the same time because the first thing he did, especially after he uh, had the audio that you heard, yeah, before it even made its way to a courtroom, the first thing he wanted to do was run to TMZ. TMZ yeah. was one of the first people to break this story. Yeah, and TMZ being the first person to break the story before any of the n other news media knew about it. So it's like he knew where to go and who to give this audio to. Because why? 
it will be more believable coming from TMZ. And they were one of the first people to have it. Yeah, yeah, true that. I think he really, he really was after money because uh, he was after money. And the, the, the funny thing is he even wanted to see Michael Jackson kids and to to talk to them. That's, that's why it didn't really sound creepy to me. And because when you look back, it's just crazy because he actually walked away without even paying for what he did. And but do you think because if Michael Jackson's fake is definitely I mean he was trying to run away for something, that I mean the, the, he, there is a bad guy in the picture, right? There must be a bad it guy. It definitely was. So those people, do you think well, what would they keep that that secret, you know, if they really want to hurt his life? I'm sure they know about it. If like you and me can think about it this way, I mean, I'm sure those people they know about it. I mean, there's a whole list of people that MJ had issues with that people don't even pay attention to. I mean, not even counting AEG, but of course you already know Tome Tome. He had his issues with Colony Capital and Sony, but then he also had overseas issue with uh, Prince Khalifa as well, of the Prince of Bahrain. He owed him over $8 million. He owed him over $8 million, and Prince Khalifa dragged him to London High Court to sue him for it. And that started bad blood between them also. So it's like the list of enemies that MJ was building up was just endless. Not only that, Paul McCartney hated his guts too. Paul McCartney was was planning on coming after him again, again, to try to get the rest of that catalog, being that you know him and Sony split it 50-50, just so MJ could take ownership of Sony and their publishing. Yeah. But yeah, that that's that that's crazy, man. But what do you think about Quincy Jones? Because I feel like he's he's a kind of he's in the same picture as well. I feel like it is very snaky, you know. Oh, I don't want to disrespect Quincy Jones, but after what he pulled recently, <laughs> oh man. What did he pull? He had he had nothing but negative though as of recent to say about MJ, saying that MJ stole songs and all of this stuff. I feel like it's ridiculous about him. Since he left him when he started, you know, he went to do Dangerous Album. I think he wasn't too happy about it. I think their beef, I think it started from there. Because uh, I don't I don't think he liked the fact when they say Michael Jackson have the best selling album, he want to make sure he have the, all the credit. Like, oh, it's because of me. It's not because of him. And I think he hated the fact everywhere you go, people always connect him to Michael Jackson, not to the artist like he used to produce before. And he's like, that make him feel a little bit small, you know? Because if he's that big, they shouldn't just talk about Michael Jackson. They should talk about right. all the that he produced as well. But for him, he was like, Michael Jackson was like the top thing he ever done. And then since then, he haven't produced people in that, you know, type of level. I think they were just like two talented people that just come together, just create magic, you know? So, yeah, I mean, uh, I agree with you. There was a lot of people around his life that actually maybe some people they actually believe he did it maybe they kept the secret but it's very hard when the kids was too young as well it's crazy how nobody even you know even the picture slips somewhere it's just everything just secret do you think if he's alive do you think he's still in america no he's not here in america <laughs> definitely not he's not here in america in paris He's been out there. He was out there in Jan, uh, not January, uh, December 2019 with his sister. He was heard mm-hmm. on audio. People may not believe me on it, and I don't expect them to, but you have to follow your own mind on it. But there was 
Janet Jackson's uh, Instagram story that she posted in this early December 2019. And she's standing by the water watching dolphins, of course. And you can hear someone else obviously there with her. I'll put that video on my channel as well. That's something you guys could check out later if you want to yeah, hear it. Yeah, but you can hear him obviously, you know, responding to what she's saying and saying, oh, my God, there's more. And then he said this one word that actually stood out to me, and he said, good. And then uh -huh. I'm like, oh, my God, the way he said it, I was like, I, I was like, I've heard it somewhere, somewhere before. And I'm like, where I heard it before was in the, the Diane Sawyer interview that he did with Lisa Marie Presley. Yeah. Where just the way he put the emphasis on that word, and I'm like, there's no way in hell that that was not him in that story with Janet Jackson. Do you have any other link, like any other evidence in terms of linking pictures, like you say, like with Janet Jackson, you know, with the voice and everything? Have you ever seen anything else online as well? I have. Uh, like, Omer, uh, Omer or Omar Batty, the one that they call Michael's uh, secret love child. Omar who? Omar Betty or Omar Batty. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know him, yeah. Yes, he's another one. He also had something posted to his story in February 2019 where he showed a person standing on the beach that appeared to be MJ. And I think that was done intentionally. I don't even know if he did that intentionally just to play with us or intentionally in the sense that he wanted us to see that and keep believing in this. But do, do you think that, do you think that do you believe like MJ have like, that, like a secret son or something? Because everybody think about it. Like, you know, he must have a child somewhere. Like I know the child, sorry. Like um, people used to think about this guy. I forgot his name. Um, how do you, or I forgot his oh, name. Oh, B. Howard? Yes. Yes, I see a lot of hype about this guy because there was a podcast in in France last month. People were talking a lot about it. So there was like people was asking if he's Joe Jackson's son or if he's Michael Jackson's secret child. Have you ever done anything about it? I'm, I no, think but my viewers have been asking me to research that. But it, he looks like him. No, I'm not gonna deny. It. There's no denying that he looks like him. But of course, anybody can, you know, be light skinned fix their hair a certain way and, look like and dress the part because we have so many people trying to impersonate him. So I'm not trying to say that he's not, no disrespect to be Howard, but you know, there's been no DNA test to prove it, but it he is a rumor a DNA, that's been floating around for a long time. He did a DNA, but there was not like official result because he was very defensive about it. I remember at that time. And the only thing I feel, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always real, man. The only thing I don't like about him, but I feel like he tried a lot. You know, he just tried to, even if you're Michael Jackson's son, you don't want to, like, you have a dad. If I put your dad with you, maybe you guys look alike, but you don't sound like your dad. You don't move your lips like your dad. You don't, you know, you cannot do everything like your dad. That's the thing. That's the only creepy things I found about it. The soft voice, the, the small part, the everything is just too MJ. And for me, that's... That's not right. And same people that believe it's Joe Jackson, you know, son. But that's another story, I believe. Do you think that it might be? I don't believe that's Joe Jackson's son. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but there's a possibility. I mean, you know, MJ was a ladies, man. Come on. The, eight, the ladies loved MJ. So it's a possibility. You know, MJ could have, you know, slipped up and yeah, he got it you from know, his made a baby so you he never know. He got it from his father, man. Joe, Joe Jackson was a pimp, you know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was bad you know like 
Joe, I don't know. Maybe more girl than Michael Jackson. You never know. This guy was playing like, you know, as soon as his son make, start making money, whew, <laughs> he wasn't making a lot of money. Seriously, man. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you went back there. You're talking about the evidence. So, yes. So, there was evidence about it, that, that picture. And I heard something about Halloween as well. Like, the, the Jackson, I know they always do house party, you know, in every Halloween, every year. So you as a believer, I know you, you did a lot of investigation around the house and if somebody was there. I bet you made a video about it as well. Have you ever made a video about no, it? No, about the, I believe it was somebody's, uh, I can't believe, I can't remember uh, whose wedding it was, but it was somebody's uh, after, after wedding celebration or something of that nature that happened at the Jackson's old property. Yeah. 2300 Jackson Street and... I remember seeing, I didn't actually do a video about it, but I did see a video where someone showed something that looked like MJ's near the property. Mm. I can't confirm that one though, because that's not something I researched, but I did see that. And I was like, wow. I was like, it wouldn't surprise me though. Yeah. I see what I mean. But you believe like he's still like, he come on Facebook sometimes, talk to his fans or to, to trying to see what's up. No. I've heard that though. I've heard uh, he's been on Snapchat and he's been on Twitter and Facebook. Oh yeah, I'm, you know, since I researched this topic, I do have a following. You know, the guys will message me and you know say, oh well, I spoke to him on Facebook or Snapchat and send me links to it, and I'm like, oh man, and I'm just like, I'm, and I don't doubt what they're saying, but for me personally, if I didn't research it and see that that was something real, I'm not gonna necessarily believe it. Yeah, and I don't think he's actually on the internet. <laughs> Even before MJ actually left, how yeah. often did you hear about MJ hopping on the internet to talk to fans versus seeing his fans in public like he always did? Yeah, because there's a lot of people out there actually pretend to be a Michael Jackson fan. They play really good, and to be Michael Jackson, of course, they play really good and they make people believe and they put everything, money, time, and everything, effort. And they actually saying people actually do believe it's actually him. Yes, so it's just crazy, man. People got to be careful. That's why I believe and even if he ever did that, I don't think he's actually going to come back. So how do you feel about the whole thing? Does it make you feel good, the fact you know, like, maybe he's not, he's not dead? You know, like... I mean, you know, you know, it's a good feeling to know that he is finally free and finally happy to have the life that he wants. But it's also not good to know that, you know, you're never going to see him again. Yeah, Either way, I mean, it's like he, and I don't want to say the word dead, but it's like he's actually, actually dead because you're not going to see him anymore no matter how many ways we talk about Yeah, but, you, but, but we know. You don't think that you're trying to hurt his legacy by trying to, to try to put his secret out, like, you know, to try to reach him when he actually fake his death to be in peace. Do you think? What you guys do, do you think is not like another way to hurt him indirectly? Yeah. No, not necessarily us trying to hurt him because it's just us as fans discussing the things that we noticed that didn't actually seem right after he did quote unquote pass. So that's just us actually researching and putting information out there amongst us fans. We already know that, of course, the news media is not going to believe none of what we're saying. So it's like, even if we said it, they're not going to believe it. So it would never tarnish his legacy. The only way it would tarnish his legacy is if 
there was per se a larger figure out there that does do the same research and they actually put something out there. But I know like me being a small uh, YouTuber, it wouldn't hurt his legacy. People do message me saying, oh, you're hurting his legacy. But I said, I also am defending his legacy at the same time because I also have done research about his legacy. Otherwise, that none of it was true. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. But what do you think about the Sony and everything, like the ad bomb? Because if today Michael Jackson trying to run away, I think there was because of this same bad people in his life, people that used to show us a lot, used to talk about the media, used to talk about Sony and yeah, but what is your relationship with like those people? What is your thought? Like what do you put yourself? Do you support everything that they do? Or are you more like, well, you know, I don't know. Well, as for Sony, I haven't supported anything that Sony has done in years. And it's just off of the strength that MJ <laughs> let it be known that don't trust Sony. They're evil. I'm sorry. They're the devil. And it's not even just because of Tommy Matola. I mean, it starts at the top and then it, it's a trickle effect and works its way down. So I'm sorry if the head exec is evil, it makes the whole entire company appear that way to me. So it's been a long time since I supported anything that Sony has. I don't buy the electronics. There's some artists today that are really good that are on Sony, but I don't buy any of the music that Sony puts out there. None of it because they, of what they put Michael Jackson through. I mean, it's horrible. If somebody who is not a fan listening to you today is going to say, you know what? Oh, I just one of those crazy guys. Cause MJ used to be, he used to be like a big artist because we have Michael Jackson. We got Tupac. We have, uh, not James Brown really. People don't really put him in that category. We have Elvis. So what difference does he make between those three, Elvis, Michael, and Tupac? What do we have to believe in Michael Jackson's story more than those two? Because I know there was a legend that the reason why when a legend died, people don't want to believe it. They always create a story around his death. So what make Michael Jackson's story more realistic compared to all the guys? What well, I've heard the stories about uh, Elvis Presley. I've never actually researched it, but I was like, wow. I was like, could this actually be real? Even my, and this is uh, funny to say though, I first learned about the whole death hoax thing from my grandmother because why she used to buy the tabloids and all of that stuff where it was saying Elvis was alive and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And at first, I'm not going to deny it. Just like you said, people would think you're nuts, especially saying something like that out loud. And I wouldn't expect them to think otherwise. I mean, it's your own freedom of choice. But you know, uh, when it came to that, I was like, I'm not too sure about Elvis. But then again, it's a possibility because just like Michael, he was one of the biggest stars of his time. Yeah. So I mean, it's a possibility that he could have. I mean, the way they said he died, uh, I think they said he died on the toilet with a sandwich or something. It's, I, I don't remember the story, but it's just an odd story. And I'm like, wait a minute. Come on now. I was like, I know he was a big guy. He liked to eat and all of that stuff. But come on. He ate himself to death on the toilet is what they're trying to say or whatever the hell this conspiracy theory was floating around. I said, really? <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, because... Because people always say that because you have Elvis, you have Tupac, and people say because those guys, they was like big, and that's the reason why the conspiracy keep going. Because that's that's why you guys are pushing for Michael as well, because you believe like because he was Michael Jackson, he cannot die, and we have to make a story around it. 
Yeah. I mean, I get a lot of messages all the time, Fine Christ, where, you know, fans go, it's time to let him go. It's time to let that go. And I'm like, let what go? What let go being a fan? Because just like I'm a fan, you're a fan as well. So it's like, what am I letting go? What, saying that he's alive or being a fan? Because in the long run, no matter what I'm saying, whether he's alive, deceased, I'm still a fan. Yeah. So what have you learned? I would, I would say, what have you learned for the last four years about Michael Jackson that you didn't know? Because I know you do a lot of investigation. Like, there's anything that changed? Anything that you think you knew and but you didn't know, or even your view, what, what have changed? What have you learned for the last 11 years? Because I mean, I'm, over the last 11 years, I mean, is this uh, related to the hoax or is this just Michael Jackson uh, general? Just Michael Jackson, you know? Let's say Michael Jackson first. Something now. I didn't know. Hmm. Let me see. Something I didn't know that I learned over the last 11 years about MJ. Yeah. Hmm. Like, originally, I had no clue that MJ actually bought the Neverland Ranch just to get away from his parents, not because he wanted his own place. He just wanted to get away from them. I didn't know that. That's something I had learned while researching over the last 11 years, I thought he just wanted, you know, this big grand place because, you know, he was a kid on the inside and he didn't want to grow up. And, you know, he had this old Peter Pan lingo that he was into. I thought it was all about that. But come to find out, MJ just wanted space because his parents coddled him. They did the same thing to Janet until Janet actually said, you know what? I got to get out of here. I love my parents, but bye. Got to go. I think Janet Jackson, I was talking to a friend about it yesterday. I think she got lucky because she wasn't from the Jackson 5. That's the reason why she she becomes successful. Because if she, if she start a career with the Jackson 5, Michael Jackson was going to just absorb her. That's the reason why Jermaine is kind of and have a little bit of fight with Michael because before Michael Jackson joined the Jackson 5, what happened is... Um, Jermaine Jackson used to be the sing, you know, the lead singer. He used to be the guy, you know, like singing in front and everything. As soon as Michael Jackson joined, yeah. it was like, man. And Joe knew, like, these kids have a great voice. They got to put him on the front. And that's when Michael took Jermaine Jackson's spot. And then the beef started from there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the king claiming his throne. That's all that was. I mean, I, I, as much as I love Jermaine, of course, but that was the king claiming his spot at an early age. He knew. He was destined for greatness. He knew it at a young age. He knew it. Yeah, yeah. he knew it. But the thing is, as soon as, um, I mean, uh, yeah, because MJ actually took his place and then he was actually singing and being on the front and everything. And everyone that was going to the show and then the way they was introducing the Jackson, it was more like, oh, yeah, we have Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5. You know, like, he used to hate that, you know. <laughs> he used to hate that. Because that's why they used to introduce them, Michael Jackson, the Jackson fight. So, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. But what have you learned from... Diana Ross started that one, though. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. What have you learned from... Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5. Like, how did you do that? Why did you do that? Come on. You know we're a group here. You, yeah. You're trying to make us look like we're the backup singers, like we're Gladys Knight yeah. and the Pips. Like, come on. Like, we're, it's five of us. It's not... Him and four others, it's five of us, come on. But 
Yeah, that was all Diana Ross is doing though with that one saying Michael Jackson man. is back and like, really? <laughs> and it got worse when Michael did the um, what do you call it? Uh, when he started doing the solo, you know, when he started dancing doing the Billy Jean and oh thing just Gaza, man. This guy just wanna shine on his own. And when he decided to leave the Jackson five, that was just like you know, the group just uh, I mean the Jackson they they tried but they couldn't succeed because MJ was so powerful. It's the same thing that happened when you think about the Destiny Child as well with Beyonce. It's a kind of the same story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she was the, like a lead singer and then her voice was so great when she went. Things just changed, you know. And um, back to Mike now. So what have you learned about his death? Something that you didn't know before? If I give, okay, if I say to you like for the last 11 years, what is the biggest, I know you believe his effect is death, but what is the biggest like things actually trigger you like oh my god you didn't know about this since you do your investigations so what have you learned that actually make you think like oh shit this is big well something that you can share of course hmm. now after since he's passed one of the things that i can say i did learn was he was big on family he was big on his family and yeah. the one thing that I can honestly say, and not just him being a father, but big on family in general, but of course, you know, over time, and this is something I didn't know originally before he passed that, you know, people were keeping him from his family and trying to bogart his family from actually coming to see him on his own property. And they were blaming him for it. I had no clue about that. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, that does not sound like him at all. Why would he push his family away when his family is his biggest supporters and he supports them more than anything he's yeah. never been one to turn his back on his family and the stories that i heard what who was it that they said was ordering it tome tome dr yeah. tome as they say was pretty much pushing those orders out saying to not let his family in and blaming mj saying oh well mr jackson doesn't want you here and they're like mr jackson what do you mean mr jackson like, you're referring to him as Mr. Jackson as if we're not Jacksons as well. What the hell is going on here? Yeah, he's exactly. I have a story with my, my friend. We were talking about it last night. I think he's like, he have like, um, myself, I believe, like, he was, he loved his family, but I don't think the relationship was, he loved his family, but he didn't like the way they used to give him the love back because he, used, he was Michael Jackson. He had a lot of money. He was successful. He loved his family, but the family didn't see him as that kid from, you know, that grew up with them. They didn't see him like that. They see him like a big star. We have a lot of money. We is like powerful. And I feel like I'm honest, man. That's I'm saying that for me, not for you, right? I see like his brother right. and most of the people in his family, they were trying to just like get things from him, actually. Like somebody, a lot of people, that's what they were trying to do. And they were just trying to make the most of every opportunity that they could have with Michael Jackson, you know. That's the reason why he was kind of reserved with his, his family. He used to love his mom a lot, you know. Like, his mom, he was probably the only person that was allowed to come to his house without, you know, asking. Because uh, I've read right. somewhere, and whatever in his family member, when they was coming to his house, they always they have to book appointment. You cannot just walk in and just come and see him. Sometimes, I think it was Randy Jackson, he went to his house, and they actually... Turn, like they tell him like okay you know mr jackson don't want to see you and he just went crazy you know and they did the same with joe jackson I remember well. 
they, they did the same with Joe Jackson. But the Joe Jackson story is different because the Joe Jackson, it was more like, because he used to be, when he used to be in his, in his own life, he used to control everything. And the fact they wanted to control Michael Jackson, they're trying to turn him against his father to try to push him away. That, that's the reason why they ended the guy him because his father wasn't around, you know? Because his brother, I don't think right. he really wanted to protect him. They didn't see him as, um, like, Joe could see. It. He was like, he was, he was all gray, big guy, whatever, powerful, but he wanted, he needed protection for people he could trust. That's why Michael Jackson needed in his life. He wanted his brother to be more like his protection rather than just being a brother. You know what they did during the, yeah, when it, when they went to the court, they was all there. The Jackson was there. They showed like the you know family power and everything. That was great. That that's kind of attitude. That's I believe that's what Michael Jackson wanted from his family during his whole career, but he didn't get it. That's why he preferred to just stay on his own. And when he had money, just give them and just leave me alone. That's 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 what I think because when you think about like Jermaine Jackson, he's the one that introduced MJ to Tommy Tommy as well and yes. he never he wrote a book he never talked about it on his book and never talked about tommy tommy at all even one time but that guy he played a big part of michael jackson life like especially in the last moment of his life you know that's on me you know right before you've been in trouble you know <laughs> so yeah he played a lot of big right, part right. Of life, but jermaine jackson never said anything about it he wrote a book he, he had interview and he never said anything. He never even like um, went to the court trying to sue this guy. Never, never anything. So just just to show you how there was a lot of business in the family as well. Janet Jackson is different because she's more. She have uh, her own career. She have she built everything on her own. So she was more apart. And yeah, that's just my take, man. That, that's what I believe. So yeah, so that's why we. That's why you have learned. You said right for the last eleven years. So do you think it was more people that push him away from his family, right? I'm sorry? Do you think it's more people trying to push him away from his family? I mean, there was a whole team of people that he actually had around him that actually pushed him away from his family that was helping with this whole bad, what I call bad business decisions, because I'm sorry, they were putting business ahead of what he considered his family. And the yeah. people that are his family, everything was all about business for them. Like this whole thing with uh, Dr. Tomei, everything that MJ did, he controlled booking appointments, uh, writing checks, signing contracts. It was so many different things that he was doing under his name, controlling anything that MJ did. So it's like, I don't think that MJ actually wanted that. He was scared though. And he couldn't control it because it's not like he was this tough guy that I'll kick your ass sort of guy, you know, you're messing with me. All he could do is, oh, wow, this guy's picking on me. And what's the first thing he did? He called Reverend June Gatlin. Yeah. He ended up calling her to vent about it and to say yeah. that this man is pushing me away from my family. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, how are you letting him do this to you? Like, how are you letting him do it? But I can understand because MJ was a vulnerable person. Yeah. And Trust that vulnerability caused them to get taken advantage of in the worst way possible for real yeah i mean yeah yeah exactly man exactly um what can i say i think everything that we've been saying today make a lot of sense just for people to know the reason why certain people they believe michael jackson 
fake his death. It's not because they're stupid, you know. It's not because they are no fans. It's just because those people they love Mark Jackson as well. But sometimes you just see things a different way. And when you love somebody, you know the person. And when something's wrong, you can actually see that, you know. When, especially they don't play with a lot of emotion. That's the reason why. I respect you guys. I used to like hate believer fight with you guys, but now I feel like there's a lot of sense and whatever you guys are saying, you know, I'm not saying I want to say, but I still got a doubt. So for, before we finish, there's a last part I want to talk about is, um, what do you call it again? The name on the grave. So do you think the name on the grave, what do you think about the whole thing? Like same people, is he, is he actually- That's an interesting one being that, the main grave that they quote unquote have him entombed in doesn't have a name on it, which I find oddly strange. I mean, I understand it's MJ, but come on now. And then on top of that, there's two different sightings within Forest Lawn where you could actually visit MJ. There's the one where they allow us fans to go and the ones they don't allow us to go to. Why they don't allow us to go? At Forest Lawn Memorial Park. There's two different, uh, there's two different grave sites. One where our, you know, us, the fan base and regular uh, fans or people can visit. And then there's the one that's totally pushed off in the other direction that none of us can actually have access to. I didn't know about that one. But how can you have mm -hmm. two graves? It doesn't make any sense. It makes sense. And that's something that I had learned when calling Forrest Long because they don't have a problem telling you when you call. That's so, the one thing. They, they don't have a problem telling you when you call. So yeah i know there's a lot of people actually trying to call them and asking yeah i want to see michael jackson name or whatever i see a lot of things but what why is the purpose to have to is it like two grave or is it just like one is more symbolic for people to go and just you know give their respect the other one is the real one for just for the family you think is that yeah it's, it's one that's supposed to be just for the family and then one that's for us to actually visit because they don't want anyone too close to what's supposed to be MJ there for you know how fans are they'll go crazy and oh my god and then they want to take him with them and what are you so, going to take I tell you something yeah they would probably listen I'm not saying that they would do it but it's a possibility you know what take his corp I would tell you I would tell you something scary there was a, I don't know if what? you see the video there was like um an artist um in Africa right he was he was a big artist you know he's a young guy he passed away mm -hmm. And people, his fans, you those are MJ fans, they didn't believe that actually that he's dead. They show his body during the memorial, oh, wow. right? They show his body during the memorial. God. And they, they they took the body to go, you know, to this, you know, to bury him. Like to bury him. And what happened is, oh my God. An hour after when he got buried, they opened it. They opened everything. They opened it, right? They opened the fucking case. And guess what? They took the body out. See? They took the body out. And they took his, his clothes out. They wanted to check to chest to check his chest to see if he had the same tattoo. I'm like, this is crazy. And this is real. The video was online. For real, man. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. And when I see that, I was like. When wow. I said, I was like, nah, this is, this can't be true. You know, like, this is crazy. This is and crazy. That's exactly what they're afraid of at Forest Lawn. If his body is actually at Forest Lawn, they're worried that 
fans, if they're allowed to that area, somebody's going to find the nerve to actually open it up and try to get him out and yeah. see if that's actually him. When I see that, I was like, man, this is crazy. And how can, how can somebody do that? They actually open it and then they took the body out. People was like, oh my God, screaming. I was like, this is exactly what Michael Jackson fans could do. Some of them, they could do that if they give them like, you know, opportunity to see the, the things. You know, that was crazy, man. I understand why there's a lot of protection because people, when they're obsessed about somebody, they can do a lot of crazy things, man. Hell but yeah. That was great. <laughs> you know. Um, that's scary though. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't even want to do something like that. That's that's a little scary. Yeah, for real. Is anything that you want to say before we wrapping up? Like something that you really you want to share and you want fans to know? Like about believers. First of all, two things about believer about you guys. I know you don't describe yourself as a believer, but in general, for people who actually do a lot of research like yourself, so what do you want people to know about you guys? Like, what do you want to say? Defense. Well, I do want to say that besides the whole researching the death hoax and being a, a quote-unquote believer, as we're called, I also am one to also put out their information about MJ's legacy, his innocence. I mean, I've done so many different series on it. I've done uh, five different videos, one series called Let the Truth Be Told, which exposed a lot of the lies of leaving Neverland or Lying Neverland, as the MJ fan community base calls it. <laughs> like, I also did something called The Legacy of Michael Jackson, which you had uh, you had seen. I had did three volumes of that. We have more coming of that. Like, this is the one thing that I do want people to know is I'm all about defending MJ's legacy more than anything else. That's the most important thing outside of any other research I've done is to actually make sure that we know that MJ is innocent. That's the most important thing of it all outside of the whole death hoax and outside of everything that I've done. MJ's innocent. MJ's innocent. MJ's innocent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's good, man. That's that's the what we need to know. And I feel like what Michael Jackson would want as well, for us to spread his legacy and what he was about, you know, about love, about, you know, the planet and all these things. So that's the thing. So about your work, there's anything that you want to say? If people want to join you, where can they go and, you know, all right guys uh you can reach me on youtube yeah i am just mr p on youtube or you can search mr p 21 you can find me there and you can also find me on instagram and twitter at underscore excuse me at just underscore mr p all right do you actually are you, are you working on something right now like your podcast I actually am working on something the podcast is just about what, what i mean because i know like is a um, more worker podcast you know, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Yep. So, we also have our podcast that we're working on and we have two projects coming up that are also Jackson related. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's cool, man. You guys don't talk about just like uh, orcs. You talk about everything, right? You talk about everything. Okay. Everything. I one of your videos. It's dope, man. Um, yeah. So do you actually watch Paris Junior videos as well? Because she's one of the very, she's out there when you come to you know, believers videos and orcs videos. She she do things every day all the time. You watch her videos, huh? Uh I followed her uh first DVD that she released uh eleven years ago, the Alive One DVD. Oh. I haven't seen much yeah. else, but I know she's on social media. Yo, she's very active. I never I actually never see somebody so consistent. Like she's like 
she's going to make you want to buy her video because you're going to see that every day. If you post the comment, she's going to post back with the link. And then, you know, I have a lot of small fight with her, but, you know, she, she's good. <laughs> I always talk with a lot of people. Even if she said, listen to me now, she's going to know, like, yeah, I like her consistency. I know she loves Michael Jackson, but, you know, yeah, I used to fight a lot with her as well sometimes. But it's what it is, man. It's so love. <laughs> I'm surprised you two haven't, uh, you know, spoken as of yet because I see that she follows you on Instagram. Yeah. Because when I oh, went to follow you, I see, I was like, oh, wow, she follows him. I was like, so I know I found the right person. Oh, God. You got, <laughs> you guys, oh, man. You guys love details, man. I, I didn't know that she followed me on Instagram. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. On your uh, fun fitness page. Really? That's crazy. Because yeah. I know I have one on Facebook. Facebook is different. Facebook, like, friends is friends. You know, like, you add me, we together. Right? Instagram is more like I decide to follow. Oh, really? I didn't know that. But, yeah, I think I know her. I mean, that's, I mean, we, she's one of those, I mean, the reason why we start talking, fighting, because I was really against Believer all the time. And it's very like she was like all the time. I, I just I went I went crazy on her sometime. But she's very consistent and I would love to talk to her one day actually, to be honest. I might invite her to one of my podcasts. That should be good. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. She's uh she she's good at whatever she's doing and you know, we we all do our bit. We should believe whatever she believes. It's so good, man. But she's very, very consistent. I never oh, bought yeah. one of her books, but I don't know if it's a video or a book, but I always trigger me what is inside because you always make it look like there's something there that you don't know. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hear uh, the things from uh, other viewers. They always go, oh, my God, I love you and Pearl. Oh, my God, you and Pearl are just alike. Oh, my God, you too. And I'm right. like, I-, I love that. I was like, I love that because she's a, you know, a big uh, media figure here in the U.S. So, you know, to hear that they look at my stuff just the way they look at hers. You know, it's exciting to know. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, yeah, she's very. She was lucky to see a lot to see to see uh, most of the Jackson family as well. She she saw a few people, but she's good at what she's doing. So I love, I love you, by the way. Before we fight again, <laughs> anyway, so thank you for it's having me today. Is anything else you want to say before you go? It was very good to talk about this subject and it's my first time to really open up about it and i appreciate the fact you come today to you know talk about things the way you feel and you know all these things i hope certain people they're gonna not change their mind but just like see things a little bit different and maybe stop judging you guys and thinking that you guys are crazy and this is one of the purpose that i've made this podcast is not just it's not actually for make people believe michael jackson stay alive it's just like for people to understand a little bit your mindset and why you guys think that way, you know, that's the reason I actually want to, uh, I've done it. So if you guys want to get in touch with him, he's actually on YouTube. He do a podcast, he do a lot of things. He's on Instagram, uh, he's on Facebook. Don't worry, I'll put all the details about how to get in touch with him if you guys love Michael Jackson and want to get, even if you're not a believer, you can still be in touch with him because he do a podcast with, you know, MJ fan, you talk about anything related to Michael Jackson. So you guys can always be in touch with him as well. He doesn't work on his own as well. So he works actually in two of them. So you can join them and then have fun. So before we finish, yeah. anything else you want to say before I wrap it up? Uh, sh- yeah. Thank you for having me on your po- podcast today. I mean, it's an amazing experience getting to chat with you. 
And I still am saying thank you again for joining us on our podcast. I mean, oh, good, your man. interview is coming out soon. So uh, we're excited for tomorrow. that. Is he tomorrow? He's coming out? It's coming out March 28th. Oh, man. But I'm thinking, oh, though, the way the fans are asking, could you release it earlier? I'm thinking about think, putting think it out a little as bit soon of, as I finish. I think you need to do a little snap or something just like for a few seconds. Or You should do that, you know. It's good. It makes people yeah. want to. God, I wanna. I can't wait. I think you should do that. Like a little, you know, a little part, just like to tease people. Like this is coming. But do like a little teaser or something. Yeah, you got it. I mean, I know you're good at it. You always. I was expecting, but I'm surprised you haven't done it. But just like you should add a little, a little something, you know. <laughs> I was. I was trying to keep the viewers in suspense of what you actually said oh, during our, our podcast that. that we did. But yeah. they're asking like, what was said? What was said? Oh, can I message him? I was like, he's not going to discuss it because it's coming out on the podcast, guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, so you guys, make sure you guys check his podcast. We had a discussion about what happened behind the scene the June 20th. I mean, not June 25th, sorry, during the London conference. So, you know, I break down a lot of things. So, you guys, if you guys like it, I'll make sure I'm going to put a link when it was released. I'm going to update the link and put everything about the podcast as well. So thank you for having you today. And I just, I wish you the best, man, for everything that you're doing. And thank you to, to trying to get in touch with me as well. I was so surprised to get your message. And for those of you guys who doesn't know, and uh, like me, uh, you know, and Darius, that's, that's what I call yourself. And we actually, each, he was trying to look like to, to find my name online. And then he sent me a message because he wanted to talk about, you know, what happened in London during the conference. So he just sent me a message and then he just turned out as he's a, he's a really nice guy. And then we made a podcast and today we're here, man. So thank you for the time. I think it just is a coincidence and, you know, things happen sometime with Ivan planning and this is a really good time to do things. Hey, definitely. We had a lot of time and everybody's not really working and we have time to do what we want to do. So I really want to thank you for that. And uh, yeah, thank you for everything. I'm looking forward to work with you again and to do part two for the podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Thank you for having me today. Thank you, man. So God bless you and you take care, right? You also. All right, yeah. Fine Christ. Before we finish, can you sing? Do you, if you look like somebody can sing, can you sing, right? Oh, I wish. <laughs> oh, man. I wish I could sing. Oh, that takes a feel like, okay, we always going to wrap it up with some capella, but I don't want to embarrass you here. I kind of sing. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to uh, hear my scratchy uh, voice, you know? <laughs> All right, man. So God bless you and thank you for today. And yes, that was Better Yourself uh, podcast with Fun Christ. And today was a very beautiful day. Thank you. All right, that was it. <laughs> So what do you think? That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I think today. we did like, uh, I mean, one hour. I think it was one hour. One hour and maybe 15 minutes. That was quite good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> it didn't even seem like it. It seemed like it went by so fast. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. My time go fast. Uh, you oh, see, man. it was good. There was no, I didn't, I didn't put too much pressure on you and then it was much you know, relax. And then now, I mean, I hope you are happy about things that you said, and then you don't mind me putting everything there. Yeah, everything is all good. Trust That's me. Great. That's good, man. I will wrap it. I'll put it together and then I'll let you know. I'll send you the link before and tell me if you like, and then, you know, I will publish it. To help uh, Whenever you uh, have a link uh, to publish it, let me know. So that way I can promote your podcast. Yeah, well. sure, sure. I will do that. And then I already, I already know your address, everything. I will take 
Don't worry about it. I know I'll put all the, the link about your things that you do and I'll put everything there so people can always get in touch with you guys. And I'll post it on my the group I have for Michael Jackson. We love, uh, I don't know if you went there because we love Michael Jackson. You went to that page? No, I didn't see that group. Oh, he's on the Facebook. One that I keep, the one I ran across was We uh, We Love Fine Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was, I don't, I mean, I like that page, but I feel some type of way about it. It's just like, uh, you know. Yeah, but there's a page that I create. It's called we, Because We Love Michael Jackson. So that page is like, I post, I have a lot of people there, a lot of followers. We, I just Wait, post, is it a Facebook like page? Yes. I uh, think I may already follow that. So that's yours. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think I already follow that. That's my secret page. I, I, yeah, I think it's, you know what? I made that page because I didn't want people to know like it's me. I just wanted to, because when people know it's, it's different. When, when, you, when you have something like that, you can't, I just... I remember when I post my stuff, people tag me. Oh, I see your video there. I was like, oh, really? You post my video? This page, actually, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, because we love Michael Jackson. So I have a lot of, yeah, yeah I think you're already there. Yeah, I have a, if I post. You're famous it, like MJ. <laughs> Everybody knows who you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I didn't want people to know because, you know, they're always going to, they know my opinion about certain things and then, when I have questions, I just post there. That's why I don't post a lot of things on my my pay, personal page of you know my, my my personal page. I don't post too much about MJ. But same people think like, oh, you just you don't like MJ anymore, but it's not the case. I have the whole page special for Michael Jackson, you know. And I'll put the details there about your podcast and everything. I know a lot of people are actually gonna go listen to it for sure. So be ready for some comments. You know? <laughs> I'm definitely I'm definitely ready for it. Trust yeah, me, I already here. know. I, being I'll, a quote-unquote believer, we're we're waiting. <laughs> we okay. know what can happen. And I might put it on YouTube as well. I think that one I'll put it on YouTube. So it's, you're definitely gonna get some yeah some feedback there. So it's gonna be great. <laughs> I know you're Mr. Popular on every platform I see. I'm like <laughs> I can't even look on the platform. I'm like let me follow him on Twitter, and then I'm like oh my god, this but man has. So <laughs> you have so many followers. I was like, geez. I was like, they love you, but that's awesome, though. That's a lot of love right there. Oh, it's because I talk to. I mean, I fight with a lot of people. That's the reason why. Now I'm, I'm more quiet. Now. <laughs> I'm more into fitness. You know, I'm more like, oh, trust me. But I love Mike Jackson fan. You know, we are we are family. You know, like I know it today, and then we all pray. So I hope we're gonna have another podcast with three of us. It's gonna be good. All right, and, that works for me. Yeah, God bless you, man. I gotta go now. And yeah, do you do you like the app, right? Yeah, that app is actually pretty cool. I just gotta. I'm wondering if I could like record off of my phone while using it. That's the problem that I have. You cannot record through your phone. You can only do that with your laptop. Dang. Yeah, I this tried. is actually cool. Yeah, it's cool. Can you imagine we can have three, four people here as well? And the way it's set up is very good. And because have- my next intention when we did our second interview on my channel. I would have wanted to do a video, you know, have them see you because sometimes they're like, oh, that's not him if I'm just playing the audio. So the first one will be the audio, and I guarantee I'm going to get a lot of that's not him. For real? That's not him. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a lot of that, and I'm looking forward to it. But it doesn't matter because, like, they say uh, all publicity is good publicity, even if it's bad. I see, so I'll I take see a comment I think on your Instagram. Somebody was like, who is this guy? I was like. What? <laughs> and then they ended up inboxing me and asking. And then when I said who you was, oh, he was there. So what did he say? And I was like, uh, you'll find that at the podcast. It's like, oh, yeah. when are you posting it? 
especially if you, I mean, I don't mind even if you add a video I've done certain part, it's gonna be good because people are gonna be like, oh shit, this video is unique. It's, for people who never see that, when you see that video, it's more, it's fresh, it's, it's different, you know? So I don't mind you using those videos, uh, you know? Anyway, so thank you for today and yeah, you take care, man. God bless. Yo, you also found Christ. Thanks for having me again. Yeah.